With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same game parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you're listening to House of Cards. Today, the game is different. Want to gamble? Gambling is a very serious business. Is that clear? Welcome to House of Cars. Dave Weishelder with you here deep from the swamps of Jersey. we got a great show coming up for you. What a great time in sports. The NHL and NBA playoffs are in full swing. We're heading into the heart of the baseball season, and people are even starting to bet on NFL futures. It's an amazing time to be a daily fantasy player and a sports better. And if you fall into either one of those categories, you're going to want to listen to our next guest. You know Dan Bach from Roto-Grinders and Better Collective, and now Dan even has a new podcast called Get a Grip. We're going to get Dan's take on the sports world and even get some updates on what states may jump on the sports betting bandwagon pretty soon. You're not going to want to miss it. So stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 800-919-6011. 800-919-6011. That's 800-919-6011. 800-919-6011. United we stand free stuff is awesome but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50 percent off and then we'll load on the free stuff just enter this very exclusive code babe 16 at checkout and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts including a sexy item for him a special toy for her and a third item you'll both enjoy and six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine pique your curiosity Mm. and even blow you away plus free shipping always sent in discreet packaging Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16 because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. No matter what kind of car you drive, we have an insurance policy that's right for you. Need to insure your family minivan? We've got you covered. Need insurance for that new sports car you finally got? We've got you covered. Have an old beater that just won't quit? We've got you covered. Or maybe you hit the lottery and want to insure all your new cars? We've got you covered. Call Auto Insurance for Less to find out how much you can save right now. 
All it takes is just one call. Answer a few questions, and before you know it, we've We've got got you covered. covered. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. Auto insurance. You want it, you need it, and we've got it. Call Auto Insurance for Less to find out how much you can save today. Better coverage at a better price is just a phone call away. Call 1-800-679-0366. That's 1-800-679-0366. You're listening to House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on your money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat, silver, turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love with you. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. If you're a daily fantasy player or a sports better, you love this time of year because the NHL and NBA playoffs are in full swing. But if you're like me, the NBA playoffs are giving you headaches, and we're going to talk about that one later. There are lots of states that are jumping on the sports betting bandwagon in the near future, and it's never too early to talk about NFL futures betting. And there's no better person to talk to about these topics than our returning guest from Rotor Grinders Better Collective and the podcast Get a Grip, Dan Bach. Dan, thanks for coming back on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to chat with you guys again. Uh, you know, you are the guy I want to talk to because, you know, we have been having a lot of guests start talking about how great the casino business is now that we're opening up, how great the sports books are doing, and how the great the sports betting is doing. No one has talked about the fantasy business, and I know Roto-Grinders is a top resource for both sports betting and fantasy, so I figured I'd ask you, how is the fantasy sports industry doing right now as we come out of this pandemic? You know, it's doing just fine. You know, I think that uh, people initially thought that uh, when sports betting was, you know, going to expand across the country, that it was going to be the death of daily fantasy, and uh, eventually all these people who were playing DFS were going to going to move on to, uh, you know, betting with the books. But that really hasn't happened. And if you look at the data, even in a lot of the states that have already had betting for for many of years, fantasy and DFS is still as popular, if not even more popular, than it was you know, pre-PASPA uh, being overturned. So uh, I, I think that it's a good co- corollary. Uh, the one thing that people, I think, really enjoy about fantasy versus just sports betting is it's peer versus peer. It's me versus you. It, it's matching wits versus another human versus uh, you know, a sports book algorithm. So I think that's the real big difference, and I think that's why like demand – continues to be high for DFS and is, is going to continue, you know, over the years. And it's also just a great way for these sportsbook companies to, you know, acquire customers in different regions where they don't have, you know, sportsbooks. And I think that's really been a, a, a huge reason why FanDuel and DraftKings have, you know, been so strong out of the gates is they already have these customer bases. And, and I'm expecting – we're going to see more acquisition from some of these smaller DFS companies by these larger sports books so they can kind of follow that model in some of these bigger states that are going to turn down the road. Now, whether you do sports betting or daily fantasy information is the key to doing well in both these things, and certainly Better Collective, Roto-Grinders, and Sports Handle provide some of the best information out there. And now you have a brand-new podcast called Get a Grip. Can you tell us something about that? Yeah, and I just want to let you know, this isn't a podcast where you're going to get many picks or tips. It's really more of an industry type of show where you've got a guy in Dave Sharapan who was uh, a bookmaker for, you know, decades. And then you have me, somebody who's, you know, younger, been, you know, in the online sports betting business here for, you know, going on a dozen years and just getting perspective from both the book and then kind of the, the player slash analyst. So it's a really different vibe, and it's a lot of fun because, uh, you know, Dave is somebody who's, you know, easygoing, you can poke fun at, and I'm the same way. So <laughs> we go at it a little bit. You know, he's more the old school thinking. I'm more of the, the, uh, the younger guy in terms of uh, the way that I've kind of been into sports betting. So it's kind of a fun back and forth, and we just observe what's happening, you know, in the world of, of sports betting, both, you know, from a legal standpoint and, and even, you know, issues like, you know, the John Rom 
situation from a couple of weeks ago yeah. where yeah. you have these sports books, you know, refunding bets for a bet that he didn't win simply because they thought he was going to win. Like, is that the right thing to do? So, you know, it's, it's a fun, you know, easy listen for people who are interested in sports betting. But uh, I, I got to warn you, if you're coming in to get advice on who you should play in the NBA playoffs, uh, Dave, I got news for you. I'm not going to help you on that podcast. <laughs> well, what are some of the other topics that you're hitting? I mean, it, the, the the field is so ripe with so many things to talk about. What, what are some of the things that we can expect to hear on Get a Grip? Yeah, you know, I, I think one of the interesting things, we touched up on it a couple of weeks ago, was, you know, this idea of uh, of, of uh, exchanges, betting exchanges. And there's a company called Sport Trade that's going yeah. to be um, in New Jersey here fairly soon. They just raised, I think, about 35 million bucks. I think the news came out yesterday. So this is, you know, the really first kind of outside the box type of, uh, you know, sports book where they basically want to treat it uh, like Robin Hood. They want to, they want to treat it like um, uh, an actual market. And I think it's an interesting concept, but this is also a situation where it requires a lot of liquidity. So, you know, I think everybody wants to see major innovation in sports betting, um, but I think sometimes we might get a little bit too cute, a little bit too smart, and <laughs> there's a lot of restrictions still in terms of what you can do in this country. And I think, um, you know, Betting across state lines is still illegal. You can't do that. And that really limits, you know, the liquidity that you can build. So something along those lines is things we'll talk about. Like what are the, you know, a lot of these sports books have been, um, they publish the numbers of how much money has been bet on a side or how many bets are on a side. Uh, like how relevant is that to the better in terms of handicapping themselves and, you know, why are the sports books themselves like disclosing this information? Is there a, a motive? Do they want people to take a certain side? Is it straight information? How much value do we put in it? So we kind of touch up on all these, you know, little, you know, little things across sports betting that I think a lot of people don't really talk about and consider. But if you're really into the space, you kind of appreciate the back and forth and the conversation that we bring. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, health care is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Health Care Help Desk. 800-329-7906. 800-329-7906. 800-329-7906. You're listening to House of Cards. Your Majesty, the royal wrestlers await. I'll bet on the little guy. How much? 3,000 guineas, two geese, and a duck. That's a foul bet. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store. Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. 
For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Dan Bach from Roto-Grinders, Better Collective, and the podcast Get a Grip. You know, you've been in the media for a while now. Are you surprised how the sports betting business evolved? I mean, we were just talking about this here. We started this show in 2007, and we remember being in the office of a lot of program directors who preemptively yelled at us for even possibly thinking about talking about sports betting. And last month, I interviewed the head of sports betting for the PGA Tour and NASCAR, and we're, like, fascinated how where we started and where we've come to. Are you surprised how you've seen this sports betting business evolve? I'm not really surprised because, you know, all these leagues have so much to gain through sports betting, and that's basically engagement and people wanting to watch and care about their product more, mainly because they've got money riding on it. And it, it sounds strange, and it might, you know, sound a little squeamish, but this is something that's been happening across the world outside of the U.S. for a long time. And, you know, you've got, you know, soccer organizations uh, and, and other sports leagues across the world who embrace sports betting for these reasons. And I think it was um, you know, kind of a facade that they put up for a while saying, oh, we don't want sports betting. But, you know, kind of in the shadows, they always knew it was good for them. And we kind of saw it come to fruition with DFS because DFS was deemed as something that was legal here. And the one thing you saw was all the leagues, all the teams got on board, had their partnerships and were, you know, all behind this. And the moment that PASPA flipped, you know, it was very clear to me that the leagues knew this was an opportunity, not for them just to build engagement, which obviously it will do, but they, you know, do deals worth of hundreds of millions of dollars with these sports books. And it's, it's, it's funny, too, because they always have numerous official sports book of the NFL, whether it's yeah, FanDuel yeah. or DraftKings or BetMGM. They're, they're making so much money on, on these deals that – it's 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 good for the owners. It it adds to the pie for the players. So I, I'm not surprised one bit. And in terms of like the interest around you know sports betting, you know I think it's a way bigger market than people even made it out to be. I mean clearly there was a, a black market whether it's through bookies or offshore. But I think there's a huge number of people who didn't want to mess with those type of things who are absolutely interested in wanting to bet even on just the most casual type of basis. And now they have the ability to do it. So I think this market was was not only like underserved clearly because of PASPA, but mm-hmm. um, I, I think it was underestimated. I think it's way bigger because there's a huge casual audience. And, you know, I, I heard a, a study, I think, this past week that said like 33 percent of sports bettors are women. Yeah. And that, that's just a, a mind boggling number to me. And, and I don't think they're making it up, but it's it's a, a segment that. Even in DFS, the highest we ever saw was like 5%. So clearly, you know, this market, you know, goes way outside of, you know, just this this male demographic, which uh, I think people tend to believe are are the ones who are the the only people betting. And uh, that was an eye raiser for me when I saw that study this past week. You know, for me, it always seemed to be sports betting was there. Even when I was growing up, I mean, you watch the NFL today. Why the hell was Jimmy the Greek on that panel? And and there was no sports betting. But it it was such such an amazing thing to see it go from that spot in the 70s to present day. I I want to ask you, where can people here get a grip? Yeah, Get a Grip, you can find it on uh, sportshandle.com. Obviously, you can search uh, on iTunes uh, and, uh, you know, uh, Spotify. Now, there is, I, I, you know, I, we did make a little bit of a mistake. There's a Get a Grip golf podcast, which is really good, okay. with Max Homa, who is, uh, who is like, you know, just a savant when it comes down to social media. So download both Get a Grip podcasts, because I, I didn't, we didn't mean to jump on that handle, um, but... It's a really good podcast, and I think ours is a really good podcast, but very different subject matter. So, um, but you can always find it at sportshandle.com, which, uh, again, the crew over at Sports Handle, if you're into the gambling space and kind of keeping up with the news, I mean, those guys do just uh, an unbelievable job. And I, I should say guys and gals, because we got some unbelievable staff writers on that team who are, who are women as well. And, uh, and, you know, really proud to be able to kind of step up and, and get into that, because I've... I started in DFS. I I started being basically uh, somebody who just talks about the game and what's coming up for the day. And, you know, I've been, I grinded that for, gosh, like almost like 
eight, nine, ten years of a daily podcast. So this is a nice mix for me to kind of get back into the broadcasting side of things. We do one episode a week, and uh, I get to kind of espouse some opinions again, which is which is great. And you don't always have to agree with them. That's fine. And believe me, my co-host doesn't. But uh, we have fun with it. We don't take ourselves too seriously. But we're super passionate about sports betting. So uh, that's why I think it's, it comes across pretty well on the show. Well, I want to ask your opinion on the NBA playoffs. We touched on this off the air. Uh, so I want, I want to get into it now. Have you ever seen an NBA playoffs that are this Injury ridden. I mean, I, I can't remember a time. I mean, it started with Anthony Davis, James Harden, Irving, Paul, Leonard, Green, Embiid played hurt. I mean, what do you think is going on with the NBA? And do you think LeBron has a point? I think he's got a slight point, but I also think he's potentially using that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. And I say that because you look at like what happened with Kyrie Irving. He landed on a dude's foot and twisted his yeah. ankle. Like that's going. That happens in basketball. That just happens. And there's nothing about the season starting earlier that caused that to happen more so than if it started at at a, at a later date. So you know, I think that LeBron a little bit might be looking at, hey, you know what? I got bounced out of the first round of the playoffs. If I can come up with a little bit of a reason <laughs> to uh, explain that. Um, because, you know what, everybody's dealing with the same situation here. And I think there's maybe something to it overall, but I don't really agree that it's like it, it's definitively the reason why we're seeing all these injuries happen. I mean, they they always happen. And believe me, teams have been resting players plenty throughout this season. It's not like uh, players decided to stop taking rest days. So uh, I think it's more of an excuse than a reality. And, you know, I'll be curious to see kind of what happens. And you got to remember, too, the NBA is, I mean, these guys are just, you know, physical freaks out there. It's amazing how strong and fast and quick today's athletes are. And naturally, you're going to have more of these issues, you know, kind of take place. You see it in the NFL. Every year in the NFL, I feel like there's more injuries than the last. And I think it's just because the makeup of the athletes are that gr- that much um, stronger and faster than they've ever been before. So uh, I, I don't think it's like completely a hollow statement, but I don't think it's the main reason that, you know, Chris Paul has COVID. I mean, come yeah. on. Like, yeah, he's not playing, but it's, it's nothing to do with, with the timing of the season. You know, I, I know people who stop betting or stop playing fantasy with regard to the NBA because they thought things were too uncertain. Then again, I know other people who saw what was happening with the Nets and threw money on the 76ers to win the East, and that blew up in their face. When I say people, I mean me. So I screwed up on that one. I mean, do these injuries possibly have a chilling effect on daily fantasy or betting? Or, you know what, as long as they're playing the game, people are going to bet and play fantasy. Yeah, I think it's the latter. I think as long as there's games being played, people are playing fantasy, they're betting on them. If you look at the contests uh, in DFS, they're as big as we've ever seen. They're filling every single night. Um, And, you know, if anything, the people who probably did the best on all these, you know, this weird season of NBA playoffs are the books themselves. Because we know who did they take the most money on. They took the most money on Brooklyn. They took the most money on Philadelphia. They took the most money on the Lakers. And all those teams are bounced. And, you know, the Clippers don't seem like they're, it's, there's a good chance they're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the books themselves are going to do very well in these NBA playoffs. But the books do well in pretty much everything. So, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that there's, uh, there's too much that, that's going to change the betting landscape landscape maybe the ratings fall a little bit low if we have a uh an nba finals of you know phoenix versus atlanta yeah i'm sure that that won't be a ratings bonanza if it takes place but ultimately from the betting standpoint people who are going to bet it are going to bet it regardless who's who's in it well i was going to ask you that i mean i'm curious about the media coverage and how that may affect handle i mean I, i told you i'm sitting dead smack in the center of new jersey in New York and North Jersey, just north of me, they're killing the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, in south of me, in Philadelphia and South Jersey, they're killing the 76ers. And that's all they're talking about. The local media isn't saying anything about the Phoenix Suns. They're not talking about, it. well, they're talking about Atlanta because they beat 76ers. But they're not talking about the L.A. Clippers. I mean, I, certainly the ratings for NBA are going to suffer 
in this area. The thing is, New York and Philadelphia are huge media markets, and they're huge betting markets. Do you think that could affect the handle of the NBA playoffs? Yeah, potentially. Um, you know, I mean, there's no question. You know, the more engagement you have, the more eyeballs you have, the more likely people are going to bet it when they're in jurisdictions where they, they can bet. And, you know, I, the one thing that I kind of look at right now, and uh, the state of Arizona is so close to kind of opening up their sports betting market, and it doesn't look like it's going to happen until, like, maybe September, October. Um, but, man, imagine how big of a market they would be going oh, through yeah. right now yeah. with the Phoenix Suns <laughs> oh, making wow. a run into the playoffs. And, you know, I, I think obviously a team like Brooklyn, you know, if they would have made it, you would have had all those eyeballs from those those old New Jersey fans and the people in New York who who commute both ways to to, to make bets. You know, obviously there's going to be more betting happening in that situation. But you know, in, in the grand scheme of things, you know, I think there there might be a, a little bit of a drop in the handle, but I don't think it's going to be prevalent enough where the sports books themselves are are saying oh it was a horrible year for us you know the nba is down i mean it's like anything else like yes you want more eyeballs you want more engagement but it's kind of out of their control you kind of deal with the with the hand that's dealt and um you know i think the unfortunate thing is yeah you're looking at the markets where we might have you know the, the final four atlanta doesn't have sports betting milwaukee doesn't have sports betting phoenix doesn't and california doesn't so you've got like these four teams in the finals and none of those states have legalized sports betting. So my guess is all the people in those states will just be playing DFS during that time and uh, maybe DFS will grow a little bit. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. Attention Medicare recipients and anyone turning 65. Medicare has approved new benefits not included with original Medicare and older Medicare Advantage plans. You may not be getting all of the benefits you're entitled to, including in-home aids, telephone appointments with your doctors, home-delivered meals and prescriptions. These benefits may be available and it's a free call to enroll. The new plans may also offer free eyeglasses, free hearing aids, free wellness visits, and gym memberships. Call the Medicare benefits line now. It's easy. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. Find out if you're eligible for new benefits like meal and prescription delivery, in-home aids, and telemedicine. Some plans may have a $0 monthly premium or zero copays for big out-of-pocket savings. Not all Medicare Advantage plans are alike. The new plans have more benefits for many people. Call 800-217-1797. 800-217-1797. 217-1797. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's U-S-B-E-T-S dot com. Having a rough morning after a long night out? That's why there's Morning Recovery. Morning Recovery is the flagship product of More Labs, and it's scientifically engineered to outsmart rough mornings. Use promo code RADIO15 at morelabs.com and get 15% off of your first purchase of Morning Recovery or any of their other great products. 
That's Radio 15 at morelabs.com to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off of your first purchase. Morning recovery from More Labs, so you can work hard, play hard, and live life without compromise. You're listening to House of Cards. Check out our website at houseofcardsradio.com. Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishaddle with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Dan Bach from Roto-Grinders, Better Collective, and the podcast Get a Grip. Well, you mentioned Arizona, and that's one of the states that are very close to sports betting. I mean, what's the latest coming out of Arizona? When do you think they're going to go live with sports betting? Yeah, it looks like it's going to be the – I think they want to reach week one of the NFL season, and they kind of put out their first wave of – uh, you know, regulations and, and you know, uh, some guidelines for, for operators. And they started to, you know, kind of go through the process of, of who's going to get a book. It, you know, it, it's crazy because it doesn't – you'd think at this point in time it wouldn't be that hard for these sports books to turn themselves on and off because yeah. they've done yeah. it in so many different states. But there's still a lot of restrictions and a lot of vetting that needs to go on here. So it might be aggressive. I think it'll definitely be before the end of the year um, in Arizona. But, you know, I think this is like just a huge coup and, you know, kudos to, you know, the legislature, the lobbyists and, you know, the governor for – coming through on and, and building a bill that basically gives all shareholders what they wanted. And that's really hard to do these days. Cause you got to remember this as somebody who's been plugged in in DFS for over a decade. Now, Arizona is not, they, they've not been able to play FanDuel or DraftKings at all in the history of those companies. It's been restricted. So this is going to be a market which is going to be wide open in terms of player acquisition. It's not like, FanDuel DraftKings are going to be able to turn on their funnel of all these people who they already have playing on their app. That's not going to work there. So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, a BetMGM or a Barstool or um, some of these other, you know, brands decide to make a more aggressive push in Arizona just because they know that FanDuel and DraftKings don't have that true head start. And I think it's going to be one of the most interesting and competitive markets we have out there because they're going to have books everywhere. I mean, they're going to be in arenas. They're going to be in golf tournaments. They're going to be at football stadiums. Um, They're going to be at casinos. So there's going to be no shortage of it. It's obviously has online, which is a huge, you know, the the most important component. So uh, I think it's going to be a fun one to watch from from afar and see if, you know, FanDuel and DraftKings in particular can keep their stronghold in a state where, uh, they don't have an edge to begin with. You know, I had an interview with the vice president of gaming for the PGA Tour, and they are salivating about Arizona. I mean, in terms of betting, do you think golf will do better there in most states because of the amount of tournaments and the PGA presence there? I think golf should be doing better everywhere, to be <laughs> honest with you. Maybe it's because I love it and I'm so passionate about it. But I've spoken about it even on the Get a Grip podcast of the fact that there's maybe not a sport that's built for live betting better than golf because you have such a perfect amount of time between shots, between golf holes, where there's so much to bet on. And, you know, the people who like to watch golf are usually of a demographic that have uh, more expendable income to be, you know, betting. And, you know, I think the one thing that golf needs to figure out, and we saw it with the um, with the players here in my backyard in Ponte Vedra, is they were able for that tournament to broadcast live every single shot of that tournament. Yeah. Every group had cameras on them for every shot. And when they can figure out how to scale that and do that for the majority of their tournaments – I think golf is really onto something. And, and, you know, I wish I was in on that conversation because the one thing I'm waiting to happen with golf is for them to do deals with these sports books to actually have them stream the broadcast live in their app because, you know, that's a component that, you know, people I think underestimate a little bit. And, you know, I look to Colorado, for example, and I talk about this a, a lot because it's, it's, pretty funny to me that but they booked almost a hundred million dollars in 
European ping pong or Russian ping pong or Czechoslovakian ping pong. Why? Because they actually stream that in the app. So for, there's a thirst for live betting on table tennis in Colorado. There should be an incredible thirst for live betting on PGA Tour golf in this country. And, you know, there's probably not a sport that I, I think has more upside in it than golf right now. I mean, clearly NFL, NBA are always going to be the top dogs, I think, when it comes to betting. But in terms of the growth over the next five years, if they do it right, if they make the right partnerships, if they allow, you know, uh, more, more types of betting on their, on their, uh, on their events, I think golf, the, the sky's the limit right now. I am so glad you brought that up because people who listen to this show and Turnpike Sports know that I have been wondering why the fascination in Colorado with table tennis. And it's it, it just fascinating to me because I think it was the number yeah. six bet sport in in last month it, it's just shocking to me but i want to i want to ask you about another state i know one of the new states uh coming out with sports betting is maryland i guess they're ready to start up relatively quickly what, what's going on with maryland yeah maryland looks like that one's gonna going to uh, happen fairly soon and, and the interesting thing there is it's not quite the the, the same model as we saw in new jersey but in the there the like number of licenses that they are going to put out or are available are fairly absurd. You know, I, I don't want to quote the wrong number, but I it's like more than thirty is my understanding. So I'll be very curious to see how this market kind of develops because it sounds like people are going to have a lot of options, and you know that's that's the tricky thing about sports betting everywhere is every state's a little bit different. Um, you go to New York, and you'll probably only have two operators, three operators more than likely. You go to New Jersey, you've got, you know, a dozen. You might go to Maryland, you might have 30. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think it's 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 frustrating on, on one end that, you know, every state has to kind of build their their rules differently. And, you know, there's there's not it's not the same going across state lines. But uh, at the end of the day, Maryland's going to have it. They're going to have it very, very uh, fairly soon. And, and I think it's going to be uh, a pretty pretty great market and especially you know washington dc has had it for a while but yeah. you know you talk about weird weird you know laws around sports betting you know you can only bet within a certain mileage of a uh, online uh, of a facility so you know it's like if you're within two miles of uh, the verizon center you can bet it's just it's just kind of wacky. So, you know, for me, I love watching how all these bills are written and, you know, all these states have different stakeholders, whether it's the lottery or, um, you know, obviously the tribes. Um, but unlike DFS, where like literally every state was pretty much the same in their regulations, betting has been the opposite. Every state has been very different. And it's, it's surprising to me because we, at this point in time, there's data out there to look at what New Jersey's doing, what Pennsylvania's doing, what Colorado's doing, um, and be able to like, you know, come up and look and say, okay, this is working, this is not working, and you know, take things from these other states and building their own. But very few are doing that, and you know, I, I, I know politics is you know the big reason behind it. But I also think you should learn from what you're seeing elsewhere, and I don't know if that's happening in this uh, in the process of coming up with these sports betting laws across the country. You know, the surprising thing about that area is that the American Gaming Association has named Baltimore, Washington, D.C. as the third biggest gaming market in the U.S., and Maryland doesn't even have sports betting yet. I mean, is that an area that you know could rival New Jersey or Nevada for a top spot, or you know, are they a distant third? Yeah, I, you know, it's really interesting because New Jersey, and they obviously are the kings right now, but what, what's going to happen when New York opens? Well, I'm going to ask you about what, that. What are those, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what are those numbers going to be afterwards? And, you know, for me, I always viewed that as just kind of a little bit of a narrative, a fun thing for, for you know, uh, writers to document. But at the, at the end of the day, I, I don't know if it really matters to kind of declare one jurisdiction you know, the tops in, in sports betting. But I will, I do think it'll be fascinating to see how that impacts that market in particular. And, you know, the Maryland-Baltimore area, like, yeah, you've just got so many different sports 
sports teams between what you have in, in D.C. and Baltimore that, you know, the fan base is, is going to be rabid there. And, and you never really know how these things will shake out at the end. Um, I don't think anybody would have thought New Jersey is the juggernaut it is. But again, how much is that driven by New York City? Time will tell here pretty quick. But, um, you know, it's, it's, it's fun to watch from afar. But I, I think ultimately, you know, I, I think we all want competitive markets for not just the operators, but the consumers as well. Like, you know, when Florida opens or maybe, I mean, that's a whole different issue on its own right. But it looks like it's going to be a monopoly down here. And that's not good for the consumer more times than not. So um, I think that's the the thing that I'm going to take away from, from looking at that market in particular, something that's got so many different options available to people like, uh, you know, how does that go? Does that, does that make it a more robust market as opposed to Tennessee, which only has, you know, a handful of operators in it right now. So we'll see. I, I think it, it's fun to watch. You know, New York is that market that scares the hell out of New Jersey because, look, New York has sports betting. They don't have mobile sports betting, but all the retail sports books are upstate New York. There are no retail sports books in the New York City area. And if you want to bet and you're in New York City, you have to go down to New Jersey to do it. I mean, is there a time frame when New York is going to go online and go live with mobile sports bidding? Because everyone here in New Jersey is holding their breath. Yeah, there isn't really a timeline. I think we're going to have an RFP um, for the operators to put in their bids mm-hmm. in the coming weeks. I think maybe by, by July that's supposed to roll out. And then it's the process of approval and and making everything, uh, you know, make sure everybody's above board. So, yeah, I'd be surprised if we get it before the end of the year. It's possible. Um, but uh, I think, you know, certainly if you wanted to be conservative, you're looking at, at 2022 for it to, to, to happen. But, you know, one thing that's been very clear in New York is that the governor said, hey, we're the ones that are making the money in this deal not the sports books. So uh, how valuable is it to be one of three operators in New York if the mar- you know, when the margins are going to be as low as they are? I-, I think it's not going to matter for the bigger companies. I think they're going to say, hey, if we have to break even in New York to be able to be in New York and say we're in New York, we're going to do it. So I don't think it's going to really impact people there. And the one thing we've kind of seen, too, is that not too odd, like these books are not really uh, very much changing the odds between state and state. Like if you're in New Hampshire on DraftKings, where they they actually do have a, uh, a monopoly, you're getting the same odds as the people who are betting on DraftKings in, in New Jersey. So um, I think it's a little bit tricky. I think a lot of people want to believe, oh, you know what, they're going to be charging you know more juice on these bets so they could make money. And I think that's a conversation that potentially could be happening down the road but i think in the short term it's about winning that contract and i think that's what everybody kind of in the media space is is waiting to see how that shakes out because there's only gonna there's gonna be somebody who's big who's left out over there because i believe it's only going to be three Mm -hmm. and right now the big three is obviously FanDuel, DraftKings, and and i think bet mgm has solidified themselves as the the top dog is in the third spot but you know a brand like barstool they have not really grown. If there's a spot maybe for them to, to grow in terms of their presence overall, it might be getting in New York. So they might just say, screw it, and just and just go overboard to make sure they're one of the teams that gets contracted. And again, the whole bidding process is really odd out there, too, because of the way that they wrote up you know, operator versus odd supplier. So uh, it's going to be a, a, a tricky situation, but I would guess, I would say 2022 uh, at the latest is when we'll see it in New York. Well, let me ask you this. New York politicians have been yelling for a couple of years now that 20% of New Jersey's handle comes from people who live in New York. How potentially bad could this be for New Jersey? It's not going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Um, it, because you're right. There are a lot of people who just cross the bridge and make their bets. Yeah. Um, but I also don't think it's going to be, you know, the, the death nail of it. Because I, I think that there's a lot of people who live in New Jersey, work in New York, and they'll still be making their bets, a lot of them, in New Jersey. So, mm-hmm. you know, I, I think it's – again, I think it, it's not going to be great. They're obviously going to lose handle. They're obviously going to lose tax revenue. 
Um, but they've also had a period of, what is it, like four years, five years? I don't even know what it's been anymore. I think it's like uh, three. I think it's three years now where they've had basically been operating, you know, the two, you know, the largest market in the world out there, New York City. And, you know, they that's not even they're, like they're getting tax revenue from a city there. It's not even under their umbrella. So uh, I think they, they know the realities of it. And I think there's probably going to be a certain demographic that still will enjoy going to a sports book to bet. Because as far as I know, I don't think that's going to be part of of this sports betting, um, uh, this new you know law that's going to be passed in New York. I think most of the casinos are still going to be upstate. So, uh, yeah, I, I, there's no doubt they're going to lose a lot. But, you know, I think if you're New Jersey, you're just happy that you, you got what you did for as long as you did. Okay, hold that thought. We're going to take a quick break. See you on the other side. You know, ever since the U.S. Supreme Court handed down its decision lifting the national ban on sports betting, the gambling landscape of the country is changing on a daily basis. So how do you keep up with all the latest news and developments? How do you know what each state is doing? You go to the one site that has all the information you need to stay ahead of the game, and that site is usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Written by the leading experts in the gambling industry, all you'll need is one visit to usbets.com, and you'll see why it's the number one gambling magazine in the USA. With usbets.com, you'll get up-to-date information on not just the sports betting scene, but also the latest news and notes on the entire gaming industry all across the country. It's not just one state, it's all of them in one spot. Stay in the loop and stay on top of your game. Get the latest news on sports betting and gambling from the country's number one gambling magazine. Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, BABE16, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, and Six extra special bonus items that are sure to rev your engine, pique your curiosity, mm. and even blow you away. Plus, free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. Go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus the 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code BABE16. That's BABE16. Because without it, no free stuff. That's BABE16 at adamandeve.com. It's getting warmer outside, and the action is really starting to heat up on the tables at Party Poker in New Jersey. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign-up offer of $25 free, plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Daily tournaments, cash games, sit-and-goes. The Party Poker U.S. Network offers players an opportunity to participate in their favorite poker tournaments online every day, all day. And don't forget about their Sunday tournament featuring $35,000 in guaranteed prize money. So head on over to mj.party.com. PartyPoker.com and sign up today with our promo code EXIT7A. New customers get $25 free when registering, plus you also get a first deposit match up to $600. That's code EXIT7A to get your $25 free when registering and your first deposit match up to $600. The cards are in the air at PartyPoker.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to House of Cards. I'll bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. No. Nope. 5 to 1. No. Nope. 10 to 1. You're on. Welcome back to House of Cards Day Wise Shuttle with you. House of Cards is brought to you by Drizzly, your online liquor store.
Available in over 95 cities across North America, Drizzly offers a huge selection and competitive pricing with a side of personalized content. Now there's no need to leave the house. Get alcohol delivered in less than an hour by Drizzly. Head on over to drizzly.com and order today. And now get $5 off your first order of $20 or more when using promo code DRINK19 at checkout. Shop beer, wine, and liquor with drizzly.com. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Dan Bach from Roto Grinders, Better Collective, and the podcast Get a Grip. We don't have a lot of time left, but I want to hit on one of the favorite betting topics in this country, and that is NFL futures. I know we're at the beginning of summer, but this is a great time for NFL future betting. I mean, I know a lot of people who are Texan fans and a lot of people are Patriot fans who are saying, I don't even know who my quarterback is. But is this the time you know, prior to preseason where people find value for their money they put down for NFL futures betting? No doubt. And, and I, you know, I love futures betting and I'm probably in the minority on it, but I'm also like, don't pretend to be a professional gambler. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, you know, bet within my means, you know, maybe a hundred dollars, $50, 200 bucks, like whatever it might be. And the one thing that I think is important with futures betting is to shop around because, you know, if you're betting a game, you're betting 20 bucks on a game or a hundred bucks on a game, whether you get minus 115 or, or minus 110, at the end of the day, it, it's, it's not a huge amount of money, not a huge difference. But, you know, there are a ton of odds comparison sites. We have them on Roto Grinders. Scoresandodds.com is another property within Better Collective that I recommend people check out. And you can see huge differences in futures. Um, in, in the odds you're getting on, on future bets. I know you mentioned NFL, but just for example, I was looking at college football the other day, mm-hmm. and I found on BetMGM uh, a, a, a future bet on uh, Desmond Ritter. He's the, Heisman tro- he's the uh, quarterback of Cincinnati. And for him to win the Heisman, he's 100-1 to one on BetMGM. And I looked on DraftKings, and he's at 33-1. to 1. Wow. So think of how much oh. of a difference you make, even on a $20 or $100 bet between those two. And, and that's a huge um, difference. But even if it was 100-1 to 1 to 75-1, to 1, hey, you know what? That, the, the 25 points there makes a big difference, even on a smaller wager. So that's the advice I give to people who love to bet futures, especially – things that are are coming in at plus odds is shop around, get the best number you can because it'll be worth your time to do it. I know a lot of people, again, like I I made the point earlier, if it's just, uh, you know, minus 115 to 110, it it might not be worth your time if you're betting 20 bucks or 100 bucks to search that out. But for futures bets, it absolutely can be. So that's the best advice I give on that. You know, I was looking at the NFL rushing numbers, uh, future numbers, and uh, my first thought was, wow, these are really high. Then I realized, you know, this year in the NFL, there's 17 regular season games on the schedule. I mean, does this new schedule make betting NFL futures a little more challenging? I think it's more challenging for the books because yeah. they've got to hang a number out there. And, you know, if I'm a better I- – I'd say nine times out of 10, I'm always hammering the under in any sort of wager along those lines when it comes to statistical props throughout the year, mainly because everybody is susceptible to injury. And that is something that, you know, it it doesn't void the bet if they don't play, you know, if they only play eight games or if they play 10 games or they play 15 games. Um, And most of these, Futures are are set up for, hey, if they play a full season, what are the numbers they're going to have? So, you know, for me, in that situation, I'm almost always betting the under just because you get that that huge upside. And I hate to use that term when talking about injuries to, you know, people here. But in terms of a betting upside, you get so much more of it in that under because it's pretty likely at some point in time that, that guys are going to miss games. And, you know, there's already discussions about – you know, with this you know, 17 game schedule, our our team's going to rest players. That's you know, what, is, I, that's is, what I was thinking. I, I was thinking like that yeah. 17th game would be you know a time when you don't get players hurt. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we already saw it with the with the 16 game schedule. People would rest that final week, but especially now, like I don't think it's that outside of the realm of possibility. Especially if a team is you know, in a comfortable position, maybe they play, they have a Thursday game after a Sunday game that they just say, Hey, you know what? Brady's a little nicked up. We're eight and one. 
we're going to give him a day off. Well, we're going to give him an extra week off. Like, I don't know for sure that that's going to happen. And obviously the players themselves are always want to go out there and play. But we've seen it happen in other sports. I mean, the, the NBA, it's, it's almost borderline pathetic how often people have to sit out. And, you know, the meaning of a regular season is a little bit greater in the NFL than it is in, in the NBA because seemingly everyone makes the playoffs in the NBA, and, and that's really what matters. But more teams than ever are making the playoffs in the NFL. So, you know, I think there's still a possibility we see a little bit of that, um, especially coming down the stretch if teams are – in a very comfortable position to, uh, you know, make the playoffs, win their division, and, and they've got two or three games left. Is there any other general rule we should follow when it comes to NFL futures? I mean, for example, I never take the over in yards on any receiver that has a rookie quarterback, and I'm and I'm looking at producer Doug, who's a huge Jet fan. I'm not taking the over on any Jets receiver this year. I could be wrong, but that's one of my guidelines. Is there a guideline that you follow on uh, NFL betting like that one? Um, well, for, before I get to that, I will give you, a, if you want to bet the Jets, bet Elijah Moore to win Rookie of the Year. That guy's really good. Oh, you, okay. You, you, Maybe you don't got take a, the, 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 you got a big head the nod from the yard. <laughs> yeah. I like him. I like him a lot. Um, you know, I, I don't know if there's anything that I, that I stick to per se in terms of, you know, handicapping these things. The, the one thing that I, I just think is always important to remember is that in the NFL, things change year to year. And what was great last season isn't always great the following season. And, I, and it probably means more around the teams than the players uh, because, again, player success is so driven by injury. You know, Saquon Barkley is healthy and plays 17 games. He's going to have an unbelievable season. But we, we know that he's had that issue. Um, but, you know, I look at a team like Tampa who won the Super Bowl or the Bills who uh, were darn close making it. And I just see two teams that I don't think it takes too much for them to take a step back because there's always teams you don't suspect who make a run. And that's what makes the NFL such a great league that year to year there's so much parity, unlike the NBA where maybe we got parity this year. But um, for most part, it's like in a seven-game series, the best team's going to win. That's usually what happens. But in the NFL, a lot of different things can happen. So I usually don't play the chalk very much when it comes down to, you know, betting NFL, especially if it's, you know, futures or, uh, you know, team totals. I, more times than not, if a team was great last year, I'm going to side on the under because they probably got a ton of breaks the year prior from the injury perspective, and it's hard to, to run that good multiple years in a row. So um, it's not hard and fast, but, you know, I always lean that way, especially when I initially take a look at the numbers. Dan, I just got a note from producer Doug, and he said he already bet on more for uh, Rookie of the Year. So uh, you guys are on See? the same you're on the same wavelength. Uh, but but we're running out of time. But uh, can you give out your website where people can follow you and what you're up to and how people can listen to the Get a Grip podcast? Absolutely, you can find me at uh, on Twitter at Dan underscore Bach. You spell it B A C K, a little backwards, but um, uh, that's where you, you see a lot of my opinions day to day. And then uh, RotoGrinders dot com. Been over there for going on almost, I think, eleven, twelve years now. And SportsHandle dot com. That's where you find the Get a Grip podcast. Me and Dave Sherapan, and uh, that comes out usually on Wednesday mornings. You can find those Apple, Spotify any of your different podcasts. So uh, if you enjoyed my hit here, if you like sports betting, uh, we appreciate it if you uh, give us a listen. And, and the cool thing, too, about these podcasts that we're doing on the Get a Grip podcast is that uh, they're more evergreen as well. So you know, even if you missed the early episodes, I think some of the stuff we talked about is interesting and, uh, and still relevant today. So you know, if you're looking for a binge, you got a long uh, trip coming up and you need to kill a couple hours, you know, roll those out, and uh, and hopefully we can entertain you for a little bit. Dan Bach from Roto-Grinders, Better Collective, and the Get a Grip podcast. Thanks so much for coming on and keeping us updated on the world of fantasy and sports betting. As always, please come back on because you always give us some great information. Thanks a lot, Dan. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. Well, that'll do it for us this week. I'll see you next time on House of Cards.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.